Now you're listening to Fantastic Formosa with John Abrams in Taipei. Hello, this is John Abrams, and this is Fantastic Formosa. Welcome to today's program. I have Jesse with me, and we're going to talk about my life, uh, my early, my early life uh, when I arrived here in 1997, and how I made friends, and uh, you know the culture shock of uh, different ways of uh, dating and <laughs> and um, making uh, friends. So, mm. welcome, Jesse. Very happy to be here. Hello, everyone. Uh, so, this, so today is a little different from the last time. <laughs> yeah. But I'm looking forward to today's program because you know girls like to hear some romantic stories <laughs> 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 about your wife and your love story in Taiwan. So uh, even though I'm a I'm a guest, so I think I'm 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 more like a audience. Oh. To hear your story. Yes. Yeah. Well, we don't know each other very well. Mm-hmm. We just met uh, a couple weeks ago, I think, and uh, and we had, of course, Christmas, um, and now we are here mm. um, in uh, January. Yes. And uh, and so it has been difficult to uh, learn about you, Jesse. Um, but uh, what kind of que- uh, you know? I I got here in 1997. Mm. And I didn't speak very good Chinese. I didn't speak any Chinese, actually. Until now. Well, I don't speak very good <laughs> Chinese now. Uh, the, if you want to learn Chinese, this is a great place to do it. Wow. Mm, they mm. have all kinds of Chinese language programs. And many people from around the world come here just to learn Chinese. Yeah, and, that, that's my also my question for mm. you. So you, when you come ta- to Taiwan at that time, 19, 1997, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think uh, at that time people speak English, I, I, I mean, uh, generally speaking, mm-hmm. <laughs> not many people speak English. Is mm-hmm. it hard for you to make friends or what, what what's the social life mm. was, li- what was like? Yeah, well, you know, uh, we didn't have the internet in 1997. We mm. couldn't just Google uh, okay. the best bars or, you know, the clubs to go to and meet new people. Mm. Uh, so there was uh, newspapers. There was the um, China Post and mm. Taiwan News, I think it was called. I can't remember. It might have been China News. Um, but it they had a big advertisements in the back of for bars and places to dance and all kinds of visa services mm. um, because, you know, I came here on a five-year multi-entry visa good for t- two months. So that, mean, that meant that I had to leave every two months. Mm. So That's so inconvenient. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it was. Um, but there were tons and tons of advertisements in the back of the newspapers mm-hmm. about flying to Hong Kong and flying back. That's all I had to do. Oh. It's called a visa run. Okay. And it had flights for 6,000 NT, which is about 200 US dollars. Wow. 
Yeah, so you could fly there, go through immigration, mm-hmm. get back on the same airplane. <laughs> every twice a, w- a month? Twice a month. Once a month. Oh, or once where, a uh, month. Sorry, every, every two months. Oh, sorry. every two yeah. months. So they had the airlines made a lot of money on these mm-hmm. visa runs. They would have entire airplanes full of people like me uh, making <laughs> visa runs <laughs> to Hong Kong. And what we did, yeah, we just got through immigration, mm-hmm. went through immigration, back on the same airplane, mm. and flew back. And we could be back in like four hours. It was only 30 minutes to Hong Kong, but it took a while to, to process immigration. Yes, yes. So you really, it wasn't really a big deal. Mm. Um, and I always loved Hong Kong. Sometimes I would just stay a little longer and oh. I would just wander around town because I used to live there in the early 90s. So, um, yeah, but I normally just got back on the plane and came back. And back then we didn't have a train that went to the tr- airport. Mm-hmm. So we had to take a bus. And back then the buses were kind of hard to get seated and they were old and <laughs> so was, that was really the Crowded. only yeah they were they were that was about the only inconvenient thing mm. about these trips so uh i saw an advertisement in the back of the newspaper and i heard from other americans that there was a you could get uh if you studied chinese mm-hmm. uh, and you got a uh a letter that said you're studying chinese um for 20 hours a week, um, you could um, you you didn't have to, you could get a visa exemption and you didn't have to fly out. Oh wow! Yeah. So you tried that? Yes, I did, and I was a, I was I was a bad man. Uh, I was very <laughs> bad because the service was called flag visa service. Uh-huh. And, uh, and now it wasn't called flag visa service. It was called flag Chinese. Uh, school, language mm. school. Mm-hmm. And it's gone now, but I still have the name card. Mm. And you, I went in there, and there was a woman, a Taiwanese woman, and she had a Filipina um, uh, secretary, and for 6,000 NT, she would type up this letter, mm-hmm. and there was no classes, really. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fake school, completely fake. <laughs> And it was around the school from the immigration office, right next to, actually, okay, huh. five-minute walk to the immigration office. And I would go to the, uh, it was actually the police, the police handled immigration. So mm. it was the uh, Foreign Affairs Police Department you had to go into. Mm. The, and I would go in there with this paperwork, and they, 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 would, give, they would give me an extension, mm-hmm. they call it. And they'd look at me, and they'd test me. See if I spoke Chinese. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know that. I, I'm still working on book one. Mm-hmm. And they laugh at me. And they knew they knew it was uh, fake. Well, fortunately, um, after six months of that, I, I decided to get a job, a real job, and get uh, a work visa. Yes. So I was fortunate because they, the police did raid uh, the school. Uh-huh. And they had over 200 students listed (laughs) and they had no classrooms and uh they 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 arrested all of the students 
Oh. Yeah, and made them uh, pay a fine, and some of them they kicked out of Taiwan. Oh, wow. Yeah, some of them had been using the school for many years and mm. still didn't speak Chinese. So <laughs> uh, I was very lucky to have left the school. Mm. So that's sort of a, I'm sort of a bad man for using this service. Um, so everyone knew it. It was what we call an open secret. Mm -hmm. Even the uh, Foreign Affairs Police Department knew about it. So I think, I don't know what was going on. It was a very strange experience. But today it's a very nice, uh, the Foreign Affairs Police no longer handle this mm -hmm. immigration. Mm -hmm. And they have a very friendly office you go into, and they have multiple language mm -hmm. uh, help desks in various languages, uh, have Vietnamese, even have Cambodian and Malay. And, uh, wow, Cambodian? I have no idea, you know. Um, so... And they're so friendly. It's nothing like the Foreign Affairs Police. Mm. Uh, the, oh, <laughs> they were always angry when you came in and <laughs> always made you wait two hours. And uh, and uh, they were always hostile, you know. Um, so I got a job, and I uh, made friends. Mm. So you made friends from, from your work? Well, a little bit. Um, so, you know, I... I I tried to keep a distance. I tried to be friendly and do my job and mm. sort of stay out of their way and be. For I wanted to be forgettable, mm. you know, <laughs> because I didn't know very much about Taiwanese law or Taiwanese oh. customs or so. Were there many foreigners like you in your at your first job? No, no, and many of the Taiwanese uh, were so friendly they made me feel guilty. <laughs> they were just too friendly. They would, they would take me to dinner, these very ah. nice dinners. I know they didn't make very much money, and I mm. thought, my gosh, you know, I, 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 this, this, you know, restaurant bill is so high, mm. and you're being so nice, and you must be rich or something. And no, 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 this is just wonderful to have you, you know. Have, and I, oh my God, so. I wondered if it was really just uh, the, the nature of Taiwanese to to be friendly like that. I think so. Hmm. Yeah, after you lived here for uh, uh, more than thirty years, yeah, I believe you can feel like uh, it's it's weird if we took someone go to dinner and we don't pay them. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I. But they insisted, uh, and. Um, when Americans uh, get treated like that, they get suspicious, you know, like what's going on. Uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we feel we might owe you. We, sh uh, we don't like to owe people things. Mm. We don't like to, you know, if you buy me a beer, that's fine. But, but a nice restaurant is <laughs> just like, no. You know. Or maybe just, just that one you made. Uh, do you have oh, any other many. experience? There are many like that, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, and uh, you know, if I would walk down the street and I would just open a map because we didn't have the cell phones, um, mm -hmm. and I would just, um, I would just uh, look at my map. I'm, I am lost, but I would always have Taiwanese stop and try to help me. You bring a map with you? Yeah, sometimes I did. Yeah, because I still was lost. Um, you uh, were using the old Chinese uh, English la uh, Chinese language. Mm -hmm. You were you, uh, 
For example, Zhongshan, Beilu, Zhongshan, yeah. was called Zhongshan. Zhongshan. Oh, and uh-huh. it was written like that. And mm-hmm. I go, they, I would say that to taxi drivers, and they'd just stare at me. And I'm like, no, it's not Zhongshan, it's Zhong, Zhongshan. Right? Ah, okay. And I, I was complete. They just thought I was nuts. And mm-hmm. that's what all the signs, they had the old English um, on there for ch- the Chinese characters. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like, uh, you know, Ren Ai Lu, R-E-N. Uh, Ren Ai Lu. <laughs> yeah, it's spelled with a J, right? Yeah. And I, I think, oh, my God, all these years, they, you know, they finally changed it, you know. Yeah. So that made studying Chinese very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I would have people stop and ask me if I'm lost. i say, yeah, I'm just, which way to get to this place? And and they would just try to take me there, walk me there. And i go, oh, no, no, it's okay. And I, this person is probably going to work or going home. or, or And now they want to walk with me and show me something mm-hmm. and get there. And I think they would just wanted to practice their English sometimes. <laughs> uh, yes. So I said, well, okay, it's a free English um, lesson, I guess. So, yeah, I, I, I learned to, to not feel so uncomfortable about those moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, I would, you know, in the back of the newspapers, the English language newspapers, there were advertisements for bars and they were popular, what we call expat, expatriate. Mm. Uh, places that were popular with Americans or Western Western folks, uh, guys and gals, and um, these are places are all. I think they're all closed now. Mm. They were on the Shidalu area mm. where the university was, and they were all closed uh, about ten years ago, fifteen mm-hmm. years ago. I think the neighbors didn't like all the noise, uh, craziness. Yeah. Um, so I, I would go into these places and I would meet people. And actually, I went in there to learn everything I could about how to survive in Taiwan <laughs> from other foreigners. So they would say, uh, you know, if you're going to get an apartment, you know, you make sure, you know, you sign a lease with the landlord. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, normally want cash every yeah. month and don't get nervous about it, you know. Um, for me, that's a very strange experience, giving cash for your rent, but that's normal here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and other things about visas, and um, I, I, I didn't understand why so many foreigners here rode motorcycles, you know, because they didn't have licenses, right? And they would just ride motorcycles everywhere. Oh, I don't, I don't notice that until you say that. <laughs> yeah, none of them have. Uh, of <laughs> right, them. you're correct. You, you, you're right. <laughs> and the police never stop them, which is even stranger. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. Uh, they can't ride the they, motorcycle. They don't have licenses, trust me. Uh, I talked to them. Yeah. They don't. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah. It, it used to be really hard to get a license, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a little easier now if you have a work visa, uh, like a, an alien resident card, you know, mm-hmm. that you're working. Um, that's, you had to take a test and a motorcycle test and a, a car, the car test is very difficult for foreigners. Mm. Uh, so yeah, um, I talked to these guys in bars, these very common expatriate bars. 
They used to have one called 45 on Hoping Lou. Mm -hmm. uh, and they would tell me, yeah, yeah, I drive around the island last month. It was great fun. And <laughs> I go, did you, ha you, do you have a license? I go, no. I go, my God. You know. <laughs> so, wow, uh, South Taiwan is nasty. <laughs> yeah, dangerous too. Dangerous. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> traffic problem. But generally speaking, uh, today's topic is about friendship and mm. um yeah so those i think from your experience uh even though sometimes uh, something were strange but it's it was still fun yeah i mean meeting people uh in bars is not always a good way to meet friends mm -hmm. unfortunately and there was no real dating service you mm -hmm. know for foreigners other than pretty girls uh talking to you uh on the street, maybe, uh, I would ask them for coffee, you know, go slow. We call it the go slow approach, you mm -hmm. know. And, uh, you know, you never were sure if they just want to have coffee for a free English lesson or they were, <laughs> they were genuinely interested in you. So it was hard to understand where they were coming from. Mm. But as I got older, I realized that the older girls, the ones pushing 30, we call it pushing 30, were getting uh, more serious. Mm. They wanted to have a family and kids. Mm -hmm. So I realized that these women are a little different from the younger ones I dated when I first got here. They were a little more um, demanding, I guess. So, so, so uh, you met your wife at bar? No, I met her at a military banquet. Oh, okay. Mm, I was okay. introduced to her by a friend. And I thought she was very beautiful. I mm -hmm. thought I thought it was an arranged meeting. Wow. I was very suspicious. <laughs> you know. But I write spy novels, so, you know, I'm a very paranoid person anyway. Mm -hmm. Kind of silly, really, you know. But I thought, wow, she's beautiful, and I should have coffee with her as soon as possible. So I had coffee with her, and and very nice, and then couple of days later, we started seeing each other pretty regularly. Um, you know, she worked full time and, you know, I wasn't pushy. And uh, But she had a look in her eyes like she was studying me. Um, uh -huh. So I felt like I was sort of like dinner. Uh, so, mm. <laughs> uh, we Americans call it, um, well, all men in America say, well, you know, women say this too in America. They say all men think they're tigers. But women choose the tiger. Oh, so, wow. Oh, my God. So I felt like I was being chosen for something I didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to get married. So mm -hmm. she uh, worked her way into my uh, apartment. Mm. She uh, slowly moved in. Wow. Just carefully, slowly. Sounds really suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> You know, after about six, six, six months, I realized she was all moved in. I didn't mm -hmm. even understand it. Normally in America, you have a conversation about moving in. That's a big move mm -hmm. in a relationship. But here it's a sort of sly, sneaky. <laughs> she would bring clothes over and she'd say, I don't have a washing machine. Can I use your washing machine? Mm -hmm. I go, yeah, sure. And then she would wash them and hang them and dry them and then... Put them in the closet. Wow. Yeah, I didn't notice this at all. Yeah. So 
<laughs> I suddenly realized after six months that I was engaged. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Um, how did I get engaged? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds you didn't intend to do that. <laughs> I I think it was a good move. Um, you know, it had happened a few times earlier in Taiwan here. And How old were you? Well, I was, gosh, you know, I was about 45. You were 45 yeah. and your wife was uh, pushing 30? Yeah. So she was about, yes, yeah, she, she was a bit younger. She was about 32, I think. Okay. Um, and... Uh, People saw us together when I took her to America and thought that, um, well, they thought that that was my daughter. <laughs> and I, wow. I, Taiwanese women. Looks younger. Can, oh, yeah. They look amazing. I mean, like, I can't believe that this woman I'm talking to is 30. Uh, she looks like she's 18. I, I, <laughs> so when I brought my wife to America to meet my parents, um, I live in a small town. Mm-hmm. I took her to the local bars and introduced her to my friends, and their friends' wives were staring at me like I was a monster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh Thinking, how dare you? What a monster ma- you marry are. Marry an 18-year-old girl. They didn't believe <laughs> anything I said. Uh, my wife had a great job. She mm-hmm. worked, uh, but they just looked at me like, yeah, mm, yeah, okay. Stay away from us. Uh, <laughs> and they would uh, gossip all over town, and I heard about these stories, and I felt really angry. But I, I gave up. Uh, mm-hmm. What can I do? Um, I actually showed uh, my friends my wife's passport to let them know how old she was uh, sometimes. Uh, that's her birthday there, mm. and they calmed down a little bit. Uh, so, yes. One of the benefits of uh, living, I think, in the subtropics mm-hmm. uh, is that, yeah, people age a little slower here. Yeah. We don't, you don't have the winters, you know, the heavy snow and ice, and that can age you, oh. you know, a little bit, I think. These days are cold. <laughs> in America, well, in but Taiwan, it's, to- yeah. it's different from what you have. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, it's yeah, it's cold here this past few weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my wife wears a parka around town, mm-hmm. and that seems to be a fashion statement. I don't believe she's really that cold. <laughs> uh, many women wear parkas, mm. uh, heavy. Yeah, you think, oh, she's going to the North Pole or something, you know? And I'm wearing a t-shirt, so. <laughs> So, yeah, it's a different mindset and different experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have cold mountains here. Right? Yeah. You had snow this past yes. month, right? Right. Where? In these days. Uh, Jade Mountain. Jade Mountain, mm-hmm. definitely. Hehuan Mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard somewhere that you used to have a ski lodge here mm. back in the 1950s. I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not an outdoor person. Oh, okay. <laughs> totally not. <laughs> I was so shocked when I heard that. I can't believe you had a ski lodge. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't open very often. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you so you met your wife at a um, major banquet and mm-hmm. then uh, very soon engaged in six months? Well, she had moved in in six months. Okay. So basically, I felt trapped. Um, <laughs> Yeah. It did w- you propose to her? Well, with a gun to my head, yes. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I she had, she uh, took me to meet her parents. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, that's just polite. Mm. But in t- this culture, yes, in Taiwan, that means you're going to move forward, get married. Yes, it's like a confirmation of a certain relationship. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you didn't know that. I had no idea. Why after you visit her parents, I d- I didn't know that you know they're smiling and so happy to meet me and was something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just thought I was. Part of being polite, I was dating so, uh, the daughter. You were know. you be uh, were you asked some strange questions like how m- how much property <laughs> you? I was asked, <laughs> uh, you know, questions about my past. Yeah, and I was really honest. You had to be honest. Yes. Uh, and um, yeah, I had a really good job when I met my wife, and uh, I'm, I was working for a U.S. company in Washington mm. D.C. and and uh, I was there Asia. Um, uh, sort of an Asia manager. So you confessed manager. yourself to them, and they they were satisfied <laughs> with well, the. I think they were happy. Anybody showed up. I don't future know. Future uh, low. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I think that you know they're they're uh, well they're different generations. Mm-hmm. Very conservative. Um, they're the you don't meet very many of these people anymore. But her father was from China. Uh-huh. And he fought in the war mm. in China. He was a young child, fourteen, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he was one of the refugees that came to Taiwan with the mm. army, and he stayed in the army until he retired. He he uh, he was actually in some battles, serious fighting, and uh, and he was very tough. He was very, not Taiwanese at all. A very different <laughs> personality. He was tough. I could tell. Uh, and her mother, uh, both the, her parents came over from China mm-hmm. and worked in the military. Um, and, uh, you know, they they accepted me right away, which was shocking. Most parents in America don't accept the, the kid, the guy. Mm. They're not that, they're like judgmental. You know, they judge, oh, I don't know if I like him. You know, <laughs> you know, he's a different religion than me or... He, you know, I don't know. He's married before. I don't know. Do oh. Or whatever. They'll find something wrong with you. Yes. But in Taiwan, they were just like happy to see me and give mm. me a galleon with a little glass. I thought, <laughs> galleons were celebrations. Yes. It's not for this. I'm just here to say hello, you know. Uh, you, you didn't know that. I'm naive. I'm mm. terribly. <laughs> 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 they really... Uh, they really asked me some interesting questions. I, I should have known I was in trouble. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> and uh, she has a sister, mm-hmm. and she really asked me a lot of questions. Uh, like so. evaluate whether this person can be my uh, brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, you know, she had dated a uh, British, oh, okay. someone from Britain, and she had a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Nothing about British, uh, Britain, or for being bad or anything, but he was just, he was difficult, and they were together for, I think, three or four years, and they broke up, and he moved back to London, and she had a very bitter uh, experience, Mm. we call it bitter experience with him. So she was very judgmental, and um, 
very, uh, she just never smiled ever. Uh, even today, she doesn't smile. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know why. She loves our children. Mm-hmm. She's the great aunt. She loves that. Um, and she doesn't have children, so she has to kind of enjoy that experience. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So after that, I knew I was in trouble. So um, she was buying things on my credit card, <laughs> my American credit card. And I go, gosh, you're buying a lot of um, um, kitchenware, mm. call it, pans and pots. Mm. And I thought, geez, this is, I got plenty of this stuff. No, no, it's ugly. You know, she, she wanted this other really nice stuff. And I go, okay, um, but are you taking it with you when you when you if, move out? If, if we be- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, so I'm completely stupid. Did you ask that? Really? No, but I thought I thought it. I thought, well, what if he? Yeah, I did say, what if we don't mm. stay together? And what if we have a problem? Or okay, you know. And she goes. She just looked at me like. Um, uh, like an eagle looks at a ma- mouse, you know, <laughs> before, before it picks it up and, and eats it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, women choose the tiger, mm-hmm. even in Taiwan. Uh, what is she? Well, she was always hinting, mm-hmm. you know, um, you're not getting any younger, referring to me. Yeah. And, uh you shouldn't drink so much and party with your friends t- way too much. And I go, well, you know, I I just, um, I'm single. She mm. goes, no, you're not. Uh, you're with me. I, you know, I live with here. Yeah, yeah, you do. I don't, I don't understand it, but yeah, you do here. Yeah, you have keys and, you know. And I began to sort of rely on her. Mm. She would take care of my phone problems. You know, she'd call the company and... She'd take care of the bills, and she just began slowly taking complete control of my money. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I made a lot of money. Oh, my God. I was the Asia manager for a big company in Washington, and I was traveling to the Middle East even. Mm -hmm. So I had an expense account, and I had uh, a lot of power, I suppose, in my field. Uh, had nothing to do with spy novels. That was just a hobby. Um, and I just, uh, I thought of her kind of like a secretary, kind of a secretary, girlfriend, um, what we call Girl Friday. You know, Girl, girl Friday. Girl Friday? Yeah, in America, that's a Girl Friday that takes care of everything. Oh, wow. That's uh, what Asian wives do. Really? <laughs> All right. Well, that she, she... I think she just took control to control. I think we call it taking agency. You have mm-hmm. agency. You haven't. I l- was losing agency over my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she would schedule doctor appointments for me and tell me I had to go in for, you know, health exam. I go, mm. oh, I didn't know I was sick. And mm-hmm. She took complete control of my medical. Or took me in and had my teeth cleaned. I. Didn't know it was so cheap. Uh, I had a health card, of course, and I didn't choose scheduling appointments for me that I had no idea about. Uh, I didn't ask for. So she took me in. I had to. She, just, she basically, she, when she took me in for my full medical exam, 
This is part of her selection process for her husband. Mm. She wants to make sure I'm healthy. I'm not going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> Your story doesn't sound romantic. Sounds very realistic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Taiwanese women are realistic. They want both. They want romance, and they want. They don't want failure. And failure means, you know, breaking up and、mm. picking the wrong man, or you know, finding, you know, that he's lying to you.、Mm. And、uh, she asked me so many questions, and she would double check those questions. Oh. She, you know, when men lie, they don't remember the lie. <laughs> So she would ask me, "Have you ever been married before?" And of course, I'd say, "No, I've never. I've lived with people, women, in my life、uh, once for many years, and she died in leukemia. It was very sad for me." And and、um, then she would ask that question later, like six weeks later,、oh, check, check and make sure. <laughs> yeah. So she, yeah, she was testing me, you know,、mm-hmm. and、um, so you can't、uh, tell her a lie.、Um, mm. And she also got very angry in the very beginning, actually, for a few weeks, a few months, that I thought she might be working for the government,、okay. spying for, on me.、Um, <laughs> she's very paranoid because I'd met her through the military, and、uh, and she was all what we call dolled up. You know, doll. To doll up means to really put on, you know, the the makeup and the、uh, hair. Ha, 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 and, doll up. Yeah, she just looked like a fashion model, and I thought, wow, this woman's too beautiful for me. I mean, my God, I. Why is she so friendly? I, my gosh, you know. Spy. <laughs> she must be a spy. Dragon girl. Dragon girl. Dragon lady. <laughs>、yeah. Oh, dragon lady. Or what we call them?、Uh, the French called them femme fatale. Uh huh. Yeah, fa-、uh, fatal female. So I was just waiting for weeks, for weeks and weeks for her to do something.、Mm-hmm. You know.、Um, you know. I don't know what that was, but I thought she would do something evil.、Mm. <laughs> so. So it never happened. Oh, she did things that made me angry, but no, nothing concerning that. So,、um, why do you decide? Why did you decide to marry her? I sort of gave up.、Oh. Uh, I do love her.、Mm-hmm. I do,、uh, but I just felt like I can't、uh, take it anymore.、Mm. <laughs> her hinting. And、uh, anger, sudden、mm. burst of anger over our relationship, for, and、uh, she would.、Um, so I, I sort of felt like, oh my God, you know, just do it. And、uh, of course, in Taiwan, you don't. Do you get engagement rings here with diamonds on them? Yeah. Well, no, no. I'm sorry. She wants a Western wedding and a Chinese wedding. <laughs> She wants that diamond engagement ring,、mm. and she started shopping for them as soon as I, as soon as I proposed to her in a very romantic Italian restaurant. They had violins playing, and I got、oh. on one knee and I opened the ring, and everyone in in the restaurant clapped, and it was, and she cried a little, and it was a very typical romantic moment, and I, you know, on one knee, and、um, so that, that's great. <laughs> 
Yes. I I thought if I'm going to do this, I have to do it right. Mm. So then she, she had already picked out the ring, though. Mm. So <laughs> it was not a cheap ring. So she shopped and took me with her. Um, I I said, okay, let's get married. And she shot a shopping for a ring. Then I did the proposal in the in the mm. restaurant. So, uh, you know, I was like praying to God that we didn't have to do a Western wedding in a church or anything mm. because that adds more expense. You know? <laughs> and she said, no, 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 I just want the ring. And, you know, I go, okay, just want the ring. That's fair. Uh, and other things, of course. So I had no idea what a Chinese wedding banquet was. Um, it depends. Different, but mm. nowadays I think younger generation, yeah, they choose whatever style they want. For me, I have a Western, Western style wedding. At a church? Not at church. At a outdoor, uh, garden. Great. Yeah, with uh, invite. I invited some friends. We had the like buffet, so it's very. Uh, I don't. I don't. I didn't invite so many people. Just few That's friends. That's unusual here, isn't it? Uh, so it depends. Yeah. Well, I can understand having photographs taken. Mm. These wedding photographs. You go into the mountains. Yeah. You, you know, with, she changes dresses every fifteen minutes in a different photograph. Oh, I I don't like that actually. So you I didn't. didn't do I, it? I didn't do that. Those are beautiful photos. I'm uh, glad I did them. Yes, um, and then and then it. And, and then we won't see that anymore. Yes, <laughs> that's the point. Yes, I, I I won't see that, and it doesn't it doesn't they they even doesn't uh don't look like me. Yeah, well, that's a whole <laughs> idea. A totally different person, <laughs> different bride, <laughs> uh, different groom. <laughs> yeah, I, I look like myself, but the women and my wife did did not. <laughs> uh, I looked like I was with a stranger. Yes. Uh, but yeah, they're beautiful but expensive. We had to go to silver wedding picture shops, mm-hmm. photo shops. Oh my God, I couldn't believe how much they were. So uh, what I did was uh, I invited, I, I had a very, mm, um, what, what I said, I think, lovely wedding, mm. outdoor garden buffet. I invited some friends and I wear white dress. Wow. And then um, that's the time I took photos. Okay, so you had a professional photographer? Yeah, I had a professional That's photographer at that fine. time. So mm-hmm. I invited my friends, some post, uh, some posture, we can, you, you know, uh, j- just just like the one you had yeah, but yeah, yeah. at the wedding. At the wedding. Yeah. You, so you did all of them in a white wedding dress. Mm. It's beautiful, see? That's wonderful. Did you do a... Have a preacher come in and do the pictures with a minister with the Bible open? Oh, no, no, not really. <laughs> some people have those. Uh, yeah. I know Korea and Japan, they hire Westerners yes. to uh, f- officiate at, <laughs> at weddings. And they're just English teachers, you know, not really preachers. <laughs> I didn't do that. I just want different, but uh, more, um, th- I think that's a warm warm wedding. I think you did the right thing. Mm. You're see you're being pragmatic. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I am. What made you want to have a western style wedding? Um Oh, it's 
It's actually because of our family, oh, from family Christian? issue. No, no, no. Oh. We, we, uh, none of us are Christians, mm. but um, you know what? What's some Western wedding, we can have buffet mm-hmm. so people can hang around. And yeah. um, my father in law and mother in law, they were, <clears throat> they can't they they can't meet each other. They were in fight. I mean, totally oh in a very God. bad relationship. So we hope we can have a you know wedding style that they don't need to sit next to each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's that bad. Oh, so bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that sounds like my, my step-parents, uh, or my, my father-in-law and mother-in-law, they don't live together, and they, they hate each other. They so hate it, yeah. yeah. They hate each other. I don't know why. But they can't uh, show to others. I can't, I yes. can't speak to others. So um, so that's, that's, the, that's the style. I think that uh, the wedding style is perfect for those. They can hang around. They can... Yeah. Even out, even even the couple can hang around. So <laughs> there's no like rule. You know, Chinese oh. wedding we have a rule. Um, uh, parents sit next to each other and blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, that you know that was exciting. Well, I'm sorry we couldn't talk more about it. Um, we have to end our program today. I hope you enjoyed Fantastic Formosa with John Abrams and. Um, Jesse, and have a great day. Yeah, me too. So I hope we can, you know, continue this conversation maybe next time. I hope so too. That'd be more f- just fun. It's a fun conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. See you. See you. Bye bye. Bye bye.